Okay, so. Zach, the compact track loader, was still living in Santa Cruz. And he had a couple of friends that he liked to hang out with. One of them was John, the excavator. John was a really big excavator. He had an orange boom arm and swing arm. And he was a pretty stand-up construction guy. Zach was taking, picking up jobs here and there, and he was working up in the Redwood Forest at a logging place. Logging in this day and age was not a huge industry. They weren't taking down the whole forest or anything. They were trying to be really precise and get just a couple of trees here and there, trees that were old and big and they could be taken out and then they would plant new trees and then the new trees would grow. And then while they did this, they would clear up the ground and help everything not have forests and stuff like that. Not for, uh, forest fires. Forest fires? Yeah. There had just been a really big forest fire so uh, everybody was a little bit nervous about that, but the logging industry started back up. And anyway, Zach, the compact track loader, was working in the forest here. And one of the reasons why he was really good for working in the forest is because he had tracks and he could go up really steep mountains and really steep hills and he'd get a lot of traction and he wouldn't slip, even though there was a lot of debris and stuff on the ground and so one day he was up in the forest and he was driving up an old road and what he was told that he had to do was help pick up these boulders that were in the way so that the bigger vehicles could get up past but where the rocks are and get up to where the trees were so he's driving up the hill and he's driving by all these big trees and big bushes and stuff and he gets to the top and there are three boulders right in the path so he lowers his bucket down with his loader arm and he digs his teeth under the first boulder and he picks it up and it's pretty heavy but it's not too heavy for his powerful hydraulic cylinders to help him push up so he lifts it up and it didn't tip him too far forward and he drives a little bit over near the edge of the mountain and then drops the boulder and so it just sits there and doesn't roll down the hill or anything. He goes back and there's a second boulder and he goes and picks that boulder up by digging the teeth of his loader bucket in underneath that boulder and then he picks that boulder up and he raises it up and then he uses his tracks and he drives over to where he set the other boulder down and he puts that boulder down there. And now the path was almost clear enough for the big flatbed trucks to get up so that they could get up higher and get the big logs loaded onto them. And he goes to pick up the third boulder and this time he had turned around because skid steers can turn around 
full circle just in one spot. They don't have to drive forward like a car and turn. They can just spin around in circles. So he does that. He has one track go forward and one track go backward. He spins around in a circle. And then he lowers his big bucket. And he digs the bucket with the teeth in underneath the boulder. And he picks that boulder up. And then he turns around in the same way. And he drives over to where he had placed the other three boulders. And all the boulders sat there fine. And so Zach pulled his bucket out and started to back up a little bit and make a turn. And then he saw that the boulders were starting to slide a little bit. And he looked and drove up and he reached out his bucket and he turned it down and pointed it straight down so that the teeth were pointing right into the ground and he grabbed the top boulder but it was a little too late one of the big boulders slid down the hill and he looked and he realized that because there had been some fire here a lot of the plants and stuff that is normally on the hill had got taken away by the fire and so the hill was not being held together the same way that it normally would and is starting to erode faster than it normally would. Anyway, he didn't panic. He just pulled back on the top rock, the top boulder, and slid it down off of the boulder underneath it. And then he went down and told, wanted to tell the people back at the base of operations that he had cleared the road and they could send up a scout and make sure that everything was safe and then they could send the big flatbed trucks up to get the big lumber from up higher up on the hill. And when he got to the bottom and got to the base, he saw that a lot of people were scrambling around. And someone said, oh no, we've got somebody stuck in the ravine at the bottom of the valley. And so he drove over there to find out what the problem was. He looked into the ravine, and sure enough, there was a really large vehicle, it was like an excavator, but not exactly like an excavator. It had a pincher instead of a bucket at the end, and it had dug itself into the side of the mountain and was pulling some of the, the timber that had the big trees that had rolled down the mountain out of the ravine and then trying to load them up so that they could salvage that wood. But the boulder that Zach had placed up above had rolled down and it just barely nicked the track of this giant pinchered excavator type machine, but it was enough to lodge it deep into the ravine. And so Zach immediately recognized and even though there was probably not that much he could have done to avoid this accident, that he was responsible and he felt very bad for that. But he didn't let that feeling of, of shame and blame affect his actions. Instead, he sprung into action and he drove over and he dropped his bucket off and he replaced it with a different type of attachment of a bucket that had a pincher on it and then he rode into the ravine and the ravine was tricky terrain because 
it was often very wet and although it was dry right now it was still pretty muddy and so he got to use the benefit of his tracks and he rode deep into the ravine past a couple of redwood trees and some stumps and he got to the large excavator machine that had the pincher attachment on it and he was like okay how are we going to get you out and so the excavator says well the thing that is i think has got me the most trouble it got me in the most trouble is that my right track is pinned down by a large tree and wedged in with the boulder that fell down the hill the boulder must have knocked the tree down and so it's a little bit off track and i cannot get any traction so zach hadn't really seen a situation like this before but he had his pincher and he knew the first thing he was going to do was slowly move the obstacle out of the way and then see if that was going to be possible and then he could make some sort of change to his plan if he needed to afterwards so he drove up right next to the excavator but not so close that he scratched it or anything and then he put his bucket down with the teeth down underneath the large piece of timber or uh, the tree trunk that had pinned the track and then he pushed the teeth in and then he pushed his pincher down and it was just enough for all of his energy to really get a grasp a grasp on that tree trunk and so he tried to move it and it didn't move very much and so he went into rabbit mode as high as he could and he let the engine rev up the rpms and really push a lot of pressure into the hydraulic cylinder and then he pushed both of his lo loader arms up and he was able to lift the timber enough to get it off of the track and then he used his tracks and he moved them forward and he drove the timber just enough so that it slid off of the track altogether and so now the big excavator wasn't pinned underneath the track so Zach looked down and he saw that there was the boulder that had come down and that was also on the excavator's track. And so he couldn't really get a good angle with his big loader bucket. So instead he decided to turn around and he hooked a, a not quite a chain, but it's like a very thick type of rope, wrapped it all around the boulder and then attached it to his towing hitch on the back and then he went back into rabbit mode and he pushed forward and it pulled the boulder out from being wedged underneath the track of the large excavator with the pincher attachment <coughs> so then he said all right go ahead and try to move and so the excavator was now able to move his track and it wasn't pinched anymore but even though he moved it, he wasn't getting enough traction because the way that he had fallen into the ravine, he was spread across the ravine and most of the excavator's uh, track was not actually touching the ground. And then the rest of it was touching these really muddy parts. And so Zach had to think for a second. And then he said, hmm, maybe I can use this piece of timber. And so he went back and took his pincher 
and he grabbed the large log uh, tree trunk that he had moved earlier. He revved back up into rabbit mode and he drug it very slowly away and up the ravine. And then it fell as soon as it had totally cleared the excavator and all the rocks and tree. And it fell to a level that was below the tracks of the excavator. And then Zach drove up the ravine a little bit around some redwood trees and turned around. And he put his loader bucket right in front of him and flattened it out. And then he looked ahead of him and he could see that the large tree trunk was right in front of him with a base right where he could put his bucket on it. And he revved himself back up into rabbit mode and then gave it all that he could and pushed forward and he struck the base of that big large timber and started moving it forward and it slid underneath the track of the big excavator with the pincher attachment and he kept pushing it in until it wedged and finally he stopped and the excavator was now sitting on the ravine but in the middle of his two tracks he had a large piece of timber wedged underneath and so he said okay give it a go and the excavator said i think i've only got one shot at this and zach said okay before you start off let's do one more thing something that i learned from a friend of mine and he drove up the, the ravine a little bit and he took that same towing apparatus that he used to pull the rock out of the way and he attached it to the back of the cab of the excavator and then he said okay on three and they both revved up into rabbit mode and you could hear the big excavator engine it was so loud you could probably hear it for about a half a mile all around echoing through the forest and it revved all the way and zach revved his engine all the way and he pushed forward with his tracks and it started pulling on the big tow chain that was attached to the excavator and then the excavator pulled his tracks and it moved as quickly as possible and he pulled it and it started sliding a little bit so he had to adjust and they both adjusted together they moved both of their left tracks at the same time and then both of their left their right tracks at the same time and then eventually the excavator slid out of the ravine and he was standing on the side of the ravine with both tracks firmly planted on the dirt and zach was very tired and he detached his towing apparatus from the excavator with the pincher attachment and the, the excavator turned and said all right i think that i'm going to be okay but i would like you to stay here and make sure that i get all the way back onto a safe place and so what the excavator did was he moved his boom arm and swing arm with the pincher attachment and he placed it onto the other What's side of the name? ravine. What was his name? Well, would you like Zach to ask him? Yeah. Zach said, hey, you know, I've been working here, but I've, I'm just kind of picking up work, so I don't really know anybody. And... Uh, this is quite an experience, and so I, was, I want to tell you that my name is Zach, the Compact Track Loader, or you could just call me Zach. 
and I'd like to know your name. And he says, well, my name is Steven, and I'm the logging company, the head of the logging company's excavator dynamic division. And basically, we all use different attachments on our boom arms to facilitate different jobs as we remove the trees from the mountain. And so Zach said to Stephen, all right, Stephen, let's get you out of here. And so Stephen pushed, took his boom arm and his swing arm and pincher, and he pushed against the other side of the ravine, and then he turned both of his tracks on, and he slowly made his way out of the ravine. And every time his big chassis started to tip into the ravine because the grade of the hill was so much, he was able to push himself back over with his boom arm. And then Zach was there ready to tow him, but he didn't have to because they had already done all the hard work to free themselves. And when they got back to the base of operations, everybody cheered. Yay!